The following shiur has been presented by Rabbi Yehoshua Sova, Rabbi of Kehillat Shari Ezra, Miami Beach, Florida. For more shiurim or information, please visit vshc.org or call 1-844-200-TSHC. That's 1-844-200-8742. Pezat Hashem, we will be discussing in this week's parasha, Pashat Vayakel, the idea of money having an intrinsic value in the eyes of Halacha and in the Torah. The Pasuk tells us in Perek Lamanhe Pasukhe, Zahav v'chesef unechoshet. Gold, silver, and copper will be brought as the various items for the Bet Mishkan. And as was also given in the Bet HaMikdash later on, specifically these metals. The question is, why specifically were these metals children? Parenthetically, it's an amazing thing that even thousands of years later, this is the order of hierarchy that we find, that whenever metals are given... The most precious is that of the gold medal, followed by the silver, and that of the bronze, copper. It's an amazing and fascinating thing that even thousands of years later, we still find that this is adhered to to this day. So the question is, why is it specifically these three are the medals of choice? The Ibn Ezra tells us, Zahav represents a ta'avel le'enayim. It's something that looks very beautiful. The luster is gorgeous. It looks very nice. Kesef is shenech safim elav. People pine towards it and hope that they'll be able to grasp it. And nechoshet, says the Ibn Ezra, is shanashim nechashot b'nechoshet. The women seem to have some type of nachash, some type of form of sorcery to get that. Either it be, I guess, fake gold or something that it looks like that it's going to be something that is somewhat of a form of getting closer to either some type of riches. The point is, is that this looks like it's something that looks very desirable. That's one interpretation why specifically these three. Another interpretation of why these three is, it's brought from the Danskenemi Balatosafot, that he brings that the there are different madregot of a person's life and are represented in these three medals that are enumerated in the Mishkan. Zahavru represents a person in the beginning of their life when they have great luster and power, just like the Zahab. However, when they start to get sick and elderly, they're considered only like Kesef, and as they're about to pass on into the next world, we say, when they pass on, they're just Nechoshet, they are copper, that we find that they lost all that luster, it's already at the end. There are some people that actually say that one of the reasons why France sent the Statue of Liberty, specifically in the form of a copper statue and not any other metal. Some people said because it's wrought iron, it looks very nice, it gleams off the sun. But some people said no, it was actually a way to like give a little bit of a diss towards America, saying that you're already past the point of no return, you're a has-been, there's not really something that you could do about who you are. It was actually a subliminal diss against them for saying that they were going to be not a world power at all. But the point is, according to the Ibn Ezra, the three precious metals represent this idea of ta'aveh for the Mishkan, they're channeling it properly. According to the Tosafot, it represents a person in their personal life. The Cheskuni says that it actually was different things that a person actually needs in their life. The Matechet itself was powerful enough that we say that each one 
form had to serve a purpose and there was something very valuable to each one unto itself. And therefore, that's the reason why the Mishkan had specifically these items more than anything else. There are Mifashim that tell us that on, the, on these specific metals, it says in the Psukim, Kol merim turuma kesef u Whoever is going to give turuma of the kesef and the nechoshet. The question is, you missed the first one. There is no enumeration whatsoever of that of Zahav. How come the Zahav is not given as an enumeration when the Pasuk tells us? So, the Mefarshim tell us that Ramban and others, they say that the reason why Zahav was not even mentioned is because Zahav is so chashuv, that had to be menif. They had to do a tnufa. It wasn't enough to have that a teruma, just merim. It had to be tnufa. Because that you want to show as chashivut that this is something that we want to give dedicated specifically to the Beit HaMikdash. The Hamikdavar from the Nitziv, he brings down that the Kesef and the Nechoshet is for the Iker Truma, that that is given as somewhat of a very valuable currency and it's something that's more common for people to use a currency. Gold, however, as we all know, is called the gold standard. That's the highest and most precious metal that there is, or one of the most precious metals that there is. And therefore, as a result of that, it's not as common to be dealing with that type of currency. Kesef, it seems like it was more common, and Nechoshet as well. And therefore, as a result of that, he says that when it came to Terumah, we want to use something that is more common and easier for people to be able to do. However, when it came to the Terumah, that required more of an Avodah, that specifically requires Zahav. It's very fascinating that even nowadays, you see in modern transactions, that the quicker and more easier it is for a person to be able to make a transaction, the more money will be spent and the more of the currency will be used. As opposed to if it's tedious, people will actually opt out of doing or utilizing that currency because they find that it's just too cumbersome for them to be dealing with that. The Imre Shefer brings down that the Zahav was to be Machaper and and therefore it had to have Tnufa like a regular Korban. Because just like a korban, you had to show complete dedication and self-sacrifice to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. Therefore, when it came to Kesef and Nechoshet, you just gave it to Ruma and then you call it a day. However, when it came to that of the Zahav, we said Tnufa had to be mirroring that of the Tnufa of regular korbanot. And therefore, these Tnufa that were done, the korban, had to be done by Zahav as well. And therefore, we say that that's why it was done in addition to that. Reb Shimshon Rafal Harsh it brings down, that the reason why the Zahav had a Tnufa and not a Tnufa, because the main purpose of Zahav is Tnufa. However, Kesef Unuchoshet, it's missing a little bit of the luster that gold has. What does that mean? It has to have Shifa Liktusha, and therefore you have to add and inculcate, inculcate inside this, this metal something that's precious and has spirituality. That's why you give it as a Tnufa. Boom! It has some type of inherent value, that it's super holy. As opposed to that of Zahav, where it's Ikat Tashmishos and therefore just autom- it seems like it's automatic, it goes to Tnufazal. That could answer why specifically the Egal HaZahav was the medium of Zahav, and that was the precious, precious metal that was stolen, that was used, excuse me, not stolen, <laughs> the men wanted to steal from their wives, but they didn't allow that. But we see that the Zahav, this gold, is actually this idea of of it being closer to Kedusha more than anything else. 
the Be'er Ma'im Chayim, he brings down that the reason why specifically we have over here is Kesef, Unechoshef for Teruma, is because that is when it comes to Rov Nedivut. That's something that's easier for them to give, similar to what we said before, but it's more, not only just easier to give, it's easier for a person also to want to give and cause others to give as well. As opposed to Zahav, Zahav people will say, why should you give it up? Maybe you keep it for a later day when it's a different time that you never know you may need it, etc. So basically what we come at is various Mifarshim as to why, specifically these Precious metals were used in the Mishkan to signify some form of permanence and some form of nidivut, some form of avodat Hashem, and that's why they were chosen specifically more than anyone else. So we'd like to pivot off of this idea of seeing that precious metals actually hold a value in the eyes of the Torah, and it has some form of some kiddushah, like we saw, according to the Imre Shefer, that he says that uh, you have that the Zahav was Mechaber and Cheta Egel, so you'd have to do Trufala Korkoban. Rav that said that the main Tachlit of Zahav is that it's Bikdusha, therefore Tnufa is the go-to. It already had some inherent Kedusha as well. So we'd like to explore the following question. Chamovadia in his new Sefer, and it's a new print of Yichaved Dat in Chelek Zayin, Siman Kuf Samachalef, he brings down a question that came out in 1984. In 1984, they were trying to put on different heroes of Judaism, State of Israel, and they had various people that were voted in. One of the people that was voted in was one of the most famous doctors we all know, but we don't know him just as a doctor. We know him also as a tremendous Tamil Chacham. We're talking about the Rambam. The Rambam and Moshe ben Maimon, when he wrote his magnum opus, that Mishneh Torah, Perishah Mishneh Le'arambam, all the wonderful things that we have to this day, besides for the various cures that he left us. But he gave us the biggest cure, which is Torah Tavlin. And the Rambam was voted in to be featured on one of the dollar bills. So to make it look very fancy, they took a portrait of the Rambam. And in the background, they put a subset of some Divrei Torah that the Rambam wrote in his original handwriting to complement the picture that was of him on this dollar bill. So the question that wanted to know is, is a person allowed to use this dollar bill, or this shekel bill, excuse me, this this currency that has a, I don't think the picture was a problem, but it was more like the Devrei Torah that were on it, if a person has to go to places that are not necessarily the most clean, and they could even be Mekomot Tmeah, they're an unholy place, would that be a problem of bringing such a bill with such currency into Various areas. So, Chamoradi brings down from the Gemara and Berachot Davchal Gimel that says, Yerbi Yochanan was one time carrying with him a Sefer of Agadot, and before he went to the Bet before he went to use, utilize the Shevotim, before he went to use, utilize the facilities, he gave to his Talmud this Sefer Agadot. The Kesem, the Rambam, in Ochot Sefer Torah, Alacha, Perakyur, Alacha, Aleph brings down, Kol Kitve Kodesh, all Kitve Kodesh, whether it's halachot, agadot, asur lezarkam, you cannot throw them out. Ukmeim, and even if you have a kameya, sheesh behem in yanim shel kitvei hakodesh, that he actually has some element of kitvei hakodesh, also, ein nechnasim behem lebet hakiseh. You should not take it with you in a bet hakiseh, elem kein, hayom uchubat ba'od, unless it was covered over with some type of skin. In other words, it has some kisui, some covering over it. 
A person should not hold on to the Sefer Torah with his arms. And should not walk into a bathhouse. It's inappropriate to do that. People are unclothed. Or to go into the Shechotim, into the restroom. Even though he's wrapped around in a mitpachat. And it's inside its case. Still, it's not proper for a person to do that. Chamovadia brings down from Shulchan Aruch Yaredea Aresh Pet Bet Seif A. He brings from the Magen Avram in Siman Mem Gimel in Orachayim Yudalat that says it seems from the Rambam and Maran in Shulchan Aruch that other Kitve Kodesh, if they were Mechusimim in Mitpachat, it would be mutar for a person to bring that in because the only issue they have is the Sefer Torah to be brought in. That's not considered good. However, if it's something else, it would be like a Kmea Mechupa Ba'od. So there should be no problem with that. Seemingly, says the Magen Avram. Chamavadi wanted to bring from the Shelot Shuvot HaRadvaz in Chelek Gimel, Siman Tavkof Yud Gimel. He brings that this question and he says, a person, if they want to go on the Shechotim, they want to go on the Beis Akise, and they want to bring with them some Devere Torah and Alacha and if it's Munach Bekis Bigdol Bekovo, is that a lot? This is very common. A person, let's say, needs to go to the bathroom and they want to walk in and they know that they have uh, some, let's say, Divrei Torah or they have some type of element of something of Kedusha. They want to know, can they go in or not? They say a story that Rabbi Hanum Vasim and Zatzal, Hashem Yikom Damam, that the story goes that when he was in America one time collecting, he turned to his Shamash and he emptied out all of his pockets, change, dollar bills, he gave them to the Shamash. Shamash is, is the Rav scared that maybe he's going to get held up in, inside the bathroom. Like, why am I holding the Rav's change? He says, no, no, no. You don't see why? Look at all the dollar bills. Look at the change. Look what it says. He says, what does it say? It's a picture of a non-Jewish person. What's, what's the big deal? He says, no, look. In the dollar bill and also the coins, it says four words. In God we trust. So it says, Hashem, Hashem. One of Hashem's name is God. And therefore, I don't want to bring Hashem, Hashem inside of Betakiseh. Now, the Talmud was very surprised by that because, first of all, it was in English. Second of all, it wasn't really printed with Kedusha. And third of all, it's just money. Like, it's not, he's not bringing that in. And it's covered. It's covered in his pockets. What could possibly be an issue with that? But Rabbi Hanna wanted to be machmir and show this Talmud that there's something to that. So this question, getting back to the Ridvaz, is that okay if a person has it covered by a begin or not? Or it should be machmir like Rabbi Hanna Wasserman? Says that it was, if something is covered, like a kmea, or like we said, mukhupa ba'or, Rabbi Yochanan said the only reason why it's asur is because it's talking about a sefer gadol, a large sefer, like a sefer Torah. And that is a problem. And that you cannot possibly cover over with a kiss or in big do. You can't do that. And furthermore, he says, another reason why it's okay for a person to walk in with just divrei Torah, there's no ktav ashurit, like a sefer Torah. It's just Sam. He calls Ktav Meshita, or he calls Provencil. Uh, he calls it something, I guess, like a form of script, like Ktav Rashi or Chatzikulmus. There's no inherent Kedusha in such Odiot, even though it's called in Yanim Shel Torah, and Torah has some Chashivut Vifniatzmo. He says, however, the Ktav also has to do that. We find, he doesn't say this, but the Gemara tells us that that he was wrapped up in soaked lambskin or lamb, uh, wool and the executioner says if I make it easier for you 
will you be able to pray for on my behalf? And he wrapped him in a Sefer Torah, and Talmudim said, what do you see? And he says, I see, I see that the parchment is burning, it's a flame. However, I see that the letters are flying up to Shamayim. Two separate things, like the Mara says, the Rambam says, Shalom in Avel. person sees the Sefer Torah Nisraf, they have to do two kriyot, one al gvil al ktav, one on the actual parchment and one on the letters. The letters have holiness, meaning there's something with Tav Ashurit, that there's some inherent holiness as well. That's what we believe he's alluding to. Getting back to the Ridvaz, he says, and that's why the Rambam in Hachot Shabbat, Chavzayin Chavav, Chavgim Chavav brings down, it's mutar for a person to save Kitve Kodesh when there is a fire. For example, Ktav Ashurit Bechatzer Acheret Afal Pishlo Irvo. You could go and take it and transfer from one Rishut to another Rishut, even though there's no Eruv. But if it's written in another Ktav, says the Rambam, you don't save it. Even if there is an Eruv. Big Chidush. And the Rivaz says, from here we see that it would appear that there will be a hater for Mishnayot, Sidurim, that if a person wants to put it in their kiss, in their beged, they put it in a pocket, and they want to go into the Sherutim, in the Betakise, into the bathroom, it will be allowed. However, says the Rivaz, a caveat. Mikal Makom, however, Lema'ase, Yesh Lahakel, Dafka, that's only time that I said you're allowed to do that, only in a case when it was Ktav, Provencil, Umishita, when it's written in this unusual form of it not being Ktav Ashurit, it's actually a different type of Ktav, or Chadome, or something like that. And through that, says the Rivaz, Anisomech, and I did a Maseb Atzmi, that I myself, if I were to have, let's say, Chedushet Torah, that's written in, let's say, a different type of Ktav, and it's Betoch Kis, 100% of a person can go into the bathroom, absolutely no problem as well. And Chamalania brings, after he brings this whole advice, he says, the Beit David brings that he wants to make a chiluk between, between if it's Ketav Ashurit and let's say it's Ketav Rashi. Why? Because there are some people that want to say that this idea of Ketav Ashurit and Rashi, that is a different light. It looks totally different. And that we could argue and say that there may be a different. And the Ravad says that a person, if they want to be Mekel and have a kiss by Amal, Bechol Safat, and all Sifrei Kodesh, that's also okay. And it's brought down as well from the other Mifarshim and the Chavot Yaakov, Chavot Yair, to be Mekel, when it's, especially when it's written in that for sure there, there is no Kedusha whatsoever. Chamavadio, it was very well known that he said that when they came out with a printing press, that they would be able to print from right to left and stop by Shem Avaya, any of the Askarot, and the Sofer would actually fill it in. But otherwise, the Kitab was beautiful, and it was not considered a chok tochot. That's considered a happenstance way of filling in otiot in the Torah. The person who worked on it spent a very long time doing that. And then said, although potentially it is 100% fine, and it's actually a way of speeding up the process of having Seferet Torah, also be dura. He says, the fact is, it is a tfus, and some people would not feel so comfortable with it, or they wouldn't understand it. Therefore, he did not give any shura on that, or didn't feel comfortable. Or if he did, he didn't say that it was the lechatchila for a person to do. And unfortunately, that endeavor did not fall through. It fell through, and it did not go through, because people did not go into this specific time. I heard an interpretation of why the Sefer Torah did not work, is because just like the Devere Chaim, and Rochaim Zanzer, he went all out against having machine matzot, even though some would argue that machine matzot are actually the chathila, that's even better. But they say is that he was very worried for the poor, indignant people who 
they looked forward, is the Lashon used, their eyes, in Enev Tochalot, their eyes are hopeful towards that time of year where they're able to feel good about themselves, that they actually put their talents to work, and they get paid for the amount of time that they do what they do. And he said, especially it's many of the Nitzrachim, the Miskanim, the people who need the extra Chizuk, as well as having payment for their services. He says, usually with Almanod, he told me, people who actually needed the money and they feel good about themselves. Therefore, he fought Chavikayam against that to say that it would not be the Chavchila to use a Matzot that are machine made. So someone argued the same thing as well over here. When it's on the Tfus, that's not really a Sefer Torah. It's not really a Sefer. And therefore, you could be Mekel on that. And for sure, if you have a Kisud, Toch Kisud, that 100% is fine. And for sure, if it's a Tfus and all it is a Tzilum, it's just an automatic uh, uh, form of the Chashmal that's working and making something go there. He even brings from the Shevet Alevi that says, even according to the Taz, that says that a person should not do such a thing. He says, the fact of the matter is, there's no Kiddusha where it's B'tafus, and also the same thing also over here. So what we see from here is that when you have an item, a medium, even if it's, let's say, something like a coin that has the words, in God we trust, or if, let's say they decide, Chashom they should do that, but if we were to have Shem Hashem on that, would it be fine? According to Chamavadia, 100% would be fine regardless, especially if it's kiss betoch kiss, especially if it's just printed material on a currency. You have absolutely nothing to worry about, the chadchila, and therefore Chamavadia wanted to say in this case, therefore the Rambam could have his likeness printed on the paper, as well as chidushet Torah that's written on it, and we don't have to be chashesh that it's a bizayon for his kavod, having this divrei Torah that's printed, when all this is just printed, it's not actually written with any Kiddusha whatsoever, and therefore it would be 100% fine and mutar for a person to go to the bathroom or wherever they have to go, holding such items and not worry about what it is, especially if most people they have it in their pocket anyway, to kiss with kiss, and therefore it's 100% fine in this scenario. This audio series has been brought to you by the Sephardic Halakha Center. The center is committed to advancing research and application of Halakha in the Sephardic community nationwide. For a halachic consultation, monetary bedin services, to order this series or to sign up to receive the Sephardic Halakha Journal, or for all other information, please call 1-844-200-TSHC or email info at theshc.org to subscribe.